Andila ran into two rather impressive fellow Zimbos. They are fintech startup founders who are making waves in their country. Here they are sharing a little bit about their businesses as well as commenting on the state of play in Zimbabwe's tech ecosystem. Uh, hi, I'm Tawanda Kimbam from Harare, Zimbabwe. I'm working on Bitfinance, a startup which is making it super easy for people who want to buy Bitcoin to buy them and people who want to sell Bitcoin to sell them. I'm Vusin Debele. I'm from uh, WebDev in Zimbabwe. The product uh, I'm here about today is uh, PayNow, which is our online payments gateway, which is um, the only uh, payment gateway in Zim, fully integrated with um, Visa MasterCard, as well as the mobile wallet, EcoCash, TeleCash, and our uh, local switching platform, ZimSwitch. Okay, but you've been involved in, in, in several other platforms as well. What would we be more familiar with if we didn't know PayNow? Okay, you'd probably be more familiar with our marketplace, uh, Classifieds, classifieds.co.zw, and uh, our property vertical, property.co.zw, which are the uh, two largest property, um, two largest classified sites uh, in Zim. I'll ask uh, you, Tawanda, to tell me what's the appeal in using Bitcoin? The average Zimbabwean uh, probably has access to uh, EcoCash or any number of, of other sort of money remittance options. Why Bitfinance and why Bitcoin to start with? Usually, our customers have two reasons for, for using Bitcoin. So, one is we already have means of sending money, stuff like EcoCash, uh, mobile money is what we know it is. But Bitcoin transcends the limitations of mobile money. So, you can't really use mobile money across borders. So, I can't send in, uh, I can't send money via EcoCash to someone in Botswana or someone in Mogadishu. But with Bitcoin, I can. Uh, the second reason is uh, people who... Uh, who want to reduce transaction fees. So uh, think about it. It costs about 10 to 15% of uh, the money you're sending when you send it via Western Union, if you're sending it across a border. So it, it, with Bitcoin, it's uh, close to zero, where whether you're sending $1 or $1,000. Uh, so Bitcoin is kind of appealing to people who uh, who do business across borders, so they want to move money across borders in a very cheap and easy way. What have you identified at PayNow as a pain point that you're solving? We're set up as a payment service provider, um, serving both um, businesses who want to receive payments from their customers um, and have real-time notification of um, of payment and um, easily reconcilable statements. For their customer, we're offering them the opportunity to pay their business without restrictions on time or place and using the, their preferred payment instrument. So the appeal really is to both sides. We're, we're trying to make sure that um, your customer really ha doesn't ever have an excuse not to pay you. Currency is always a buzzword in Zimbabwe. What challenges have you found in getting people to trust uh, not just your platform in the case of Bitfinance, but the, the currency itself? I think the biggest challenge is just to educate educate people so people don't understand it. They they think it's it's kind of too complicated and it is for, for someone who's, uh, who's new to Bitcoin. And, and that has been our biggest challenge so far. But also, we're still in beta and testing it. We only went live uh, with our beta version on 16 September 2015. Uh, because we're still kind of in beta, in beta. we're not marketing aggressively and uh, we are just growing slowly, which is, uh, which is what, what we want right now is we're still focused on building out the platform. Can I ask you a, uh, a simple question? What does Zimra think of you guys? 
we haven't started engaging them yet we've just started engaging an accounting firm called ffg and they are going to be handling the whole tax compliance uh, stuff for us uh, very smart people they understand bitcoin very well and our business model very well i think ffg is going to take care of that i'm sure your 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 firm will be seeking to engage the reserve bank in, the, in similar manner right uh, but we've already started engaging the central bank uh, so we, we've had a few meetings we have a few more meetings coming up and the, and the reason is we we know bitcoin is kind of like some regulators like it some don't uh some like certain aspects of bitcoin some don't so as we're building out our platform we just want to make sure that we we don't want to fight with the regulator we want to make sure that we make them happy and Vusi, your platform, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, is set up to actually play quite well with the legacy institutions that we have currently. So you may, I know you mentioned in your intro um, that your, your platform uh, is integrated with MasterCard and Visa. And I, I imagine the banks are pretty okay with you guys. Uh, generally, yes. So um, the banks uh, and actually the, uh, the, uh, the mobile operators I actually quite like having an aggregator like us. Many of them are not set up to deal with um, hundreds of very small merchants, helping them to uh, to integrate. And each of those merchants, um, you know, with, uh, I suppose, differing levels of, of expertise. So they are, they, they're not set up to handle a three-week integration with a developer who, who isn't so familiar with the technology that they're working with. So, yeah, certainly from, uh, from our side, although it took a long time to um, get these relationships set up, um, we do work very well with, uh, with all of the partners that we're integrated with. And as new, uh, new payment channels come up and available on the market, they are always quick to, uh, to come and ask to work with us. And does your platform receive Bitcoin? It doesn't currently receive Bitcoin. You know, the, the key thing that we provide to our merchants is uh, funds settled directly into their bank account. So, for instance, even if their customer pays them from a, a mobile wallet, from EcoCash or TeleCash, we settle it directly into their bank accounts at end of play. So for, um, for Bitcoin to, to be an option, we would need to really kind of understand the regulatory, regulatory environment around that and also uh, to make sure that we're able to liquidate that into U.S. currency and settle it along with uh, all the other funds at day end. Are you guys sort of capitalizing on the fact that uh, a, a multinational like PayPal hasn't looked at Zimbabwe as, as a serious place to grow? Do you think that being homegrown is an advantage that someone like PayPal can't easily copy and attack? Um, yeah, we're definitely taking advantage of that fact. You know, as well as being just homegrown and we, we benefit from our experience in the market and other things that we do. So we, we, we develop a lot of software, a lot in the financial services sector. We build a lot of the websites um, in Zimbabwe. We host a lot of the infrastructure in Zim. So when we built PayNow, um, we thought immediately a huge amount of innovators would uh, would begin to uh, develop applications that integrated with it. And we were a bit disappointed by the pace. So we realized that we really had to actually go in and help customers. So just the availability of a global payments gateway doesn't mean uh, success. You do need at this early stage, um, you know, in quite a nascent market like ours, you do need to be actually engaging with the customers to help them um, you know, align their business processes and actually make the most of online payments. So, Tawanda, do you think the absence of a national currency in Zimbabwe, or at least a Zimbabwean currency um, in circulation currently, makes might make regulators open 
to the notion of Bitcoin, uh, given that the legal tender currently is the U.S. dollar, they might not have as much to lose as, say, South Africa do in the worries that an unregulated currency might usurp the country's one. Uh, yes, I, I definitely agree with that reasoning. The, the absence of a, of a national currency is an advantage. And so I, I see Zimbabwe as the best use case for Bitcoin in the world for, for that reason. Also, uh, looking at the fact that we've, you can use multiple currency as legal tender, I also see Zimbabwe as, as having the best uh, uh, exchange control regulations in the world. Wow, that's quite a statement. I'm hoping as, as a Zimbabwe myself, uh, that you guys take this one all the way to the bank because um, in many respects, I think uh, Zimbabwe is the best example out there for how things technically should run but never do. <laughs> yeah. Before you go, give me a sense of what the tech scene is like. You've spent um, an afternoon or at least a full day at AfriCoin, Johannesburg, um, mixing and mingling with some of your contemporaries from across the continent based on what you've seen i know you're not here a lot of the time but what is your sense as developers as, as startup founders owners of platforms as uh, uh, integration specialists tell me what differences sort of stand out for you between the scene you've observed here in zimbabwe we'll see I'm impressed actually by the contribution of established players. So for instance, you will probably find that many uh, tech-oriented conferences in Zim will have um, a lot of um, individual developers. You know, it'll really be exclusively people from the, the tech and dev community. Whereas here we've had, you know, a number of banks here, financial institutions, all sorts of established organizations that are actually here. And I think that contributes to the quality of discussion that we have and, and the knowledge that, that might influence something in these, uh, in these big organizations which really wield the power. Um, so I do think that it would be good if um, we're able to get the same sort of engagement from um, uh, big industry, I suppose, the, um, the, 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 in Zim to make sure that uh, you know, our, our developers are listening to their, their problems and, and the other way around. And didn't it feel good to listen to big players like Vusi says, uh, people like Dominique Collett at uh, Rand Merchant Insurance Holdings uh, say things like they realize the need for them to partner and harness the enthusiasm, the ideas, the knack for innovation of startups like yours, Tawanda? Uh, sure. Not only that, but uh, th there are these big banks who have cut real checks to startups and, and I think that is important to... Uh, for the ecosystem where you, you have this uh, you have a lot of institutional support I, I think that's important for, for for any startup ecosystem something and in Zimbabwe we are not quite there yet but uh, hopefully we'll get there soon and so what's the hope what's the end game this is my last question to you guys what's the end game for you guys as startup founders are you guys chasing acquisition are you looking to exit at some point you know when someone cuts a check like you say tawanda are you here for the long term is this do you have legacy issues that you you know you guys grapple with as you build new brands new businesses online and, and create platforms you know, we constantly innovate. We, over the last couple of years, have put out um, a new product onto the market every um, every kind of 
you know, maybe 13, 14 months. So um, we're in the business of continuing to create new things. So um, as for the things that we've created and whether we would um, uh, offload them, most definitely at the right price. All right. And you know, VCs are listening to the podcast right now. Are you saying they should give you a call if they're interested? Absolutely. <laughs> Tawanda, what about you? Uh, well, we, we started Bit Finance to solve a problem. And, uh, and that is one of the two things which drives us. So, so we really want to solve this problem uh, and, and make it super easy for people to buy or sell Bitcoin in Zimbabwe uh, and then possibly look to Africa. Uh, and then the second reason is to create wealth, of course. So we want to make a lot of money for ourselves and our investors. Fantastic, guys. Thank you so much for your time. I look forward to uh, rubbing shoulders with you um, on home soil. That would be nice. Uh, otherwise, thank you so much for being here. Uh, thanks a lot for your time, Andy. Yeah, thank you for having us. 